Hello, welcome to this Kidney 360 podcast. I'm Gauri Bhutani, nephrologist at University of Wisconsin. Today we will discuss our study, long-term outcomes and prognostic factors in kidney transplant recipients with polycystic kidney disease published in Kidney 360 this month. PKD accounts for about 15% of kidney transplants performed every year in the United States, but post-transplant outcomes are not well understood. Using the Wisconsin Allograph Recipient Database, we conducted a retrospective study looking at the outcomes in kidney transplant recipients at our center from 1994 to 2014. We found that PKD recipients showed better recipient survival as well as death-censored graft survival as compared to the non-PKD recipients. This was true even after rigorous adjustment for baseline differences in demographics, pre-transplant dialysis, comorbidities, surgical as well as immunologic factors between the two groups. The adjusted hazard ratio was 0.62 for death and 0.73 for death-sensored graft failure. We further studied potential key characteristics for independent association with these outcomes. Long-term survival in post-transplant PKD recipients was worse with increasing recipient age, which was expected. In addition, higher donor age adversely impacted recipient survival. This association has actually been described in other post-kidney transplant cohorts as well and likely results from the effect of graft function on survival. This is similar to what is seen with native chronic kidney disease and survival. Both pre-transplant coronary artery disease and higher BMI also resulted in worse post-transplant recipient survival in PKD patients. Pre-transplant coronary artery disease very likely predisposes to cardiovascular mortality, which, as we know, forms a major chunk of post-transplant death. The impact of BMI may be more complex, though, as obesity has been linked to inadequate dosing of immunosuppressive medication and also to inflammation. A study also looked into the important unanswered question of whether large polycystic kidneys should be removed routinely at the time of transplant. In our study, PKD recipients who had their native kidneys removed at the time of transplant had no increase in death or graft failure. Still, native kidneys theoretically contribute to the overall renal function with their residual function. In my opinion, the best approach to native nephrectomy in PKD recipients should be, therefore, an individualized one. For example, if the native kidneys are large enough to interfere with the planned surgery or if they are causing significant pain, urinary tract infections or stones in the recipient, then based on our findings, it would be safe to remove these polycystic kidneys at the time of transplant itself and avoid the need for another procedure later on. Our study has important clinical and research implications. Our findings recommend that renal transplantation should be encouraged, highly encouraged, in PKD patients with advanced chronic kidney disease. Standard practices of CNI use, mycophenolate use, HLA matching, recipient donor age matching were all beneficial in PKD recipients, and therefore these should be continued to be promoted. As the next steps in further improving post-transplant outcomes in PKD recipients, it would be really interesting to see a prospective study comparing outcomes between CNI and Bilatacept in these patients in addition, I think prospective studies looking at the impact of specific preemptive medical or surgical interventions for coronary artery disease and obesity in PKD recipients would be also quite useful. In conclusion, in our retrospective study, both post-transplant recipient and allograft survival were better in PKD than in other native kidney disease. Standard practices of promoting HLA match 
recipient donor age matching, and CNI used were beneficial in PKD recipients. Finally, and significantly, native nephrectomy at time of transplant was safe. Thank you for joining us for this Kidney 360 podcast. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology. All rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency or for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the American Society of Nephrology.